0: You're listening to the Auctioneer Tech Auction Podcast. Today is Tuesday, 3 March 2009. Auctioneertech.com. Technology, auctions, and auctioneers. Auction tech for the auction industry. Hello and welcome to the 16th episode of the Auction Podcast from Auctioneer Tech. My name is Aaron Traffis and joining me today for the second in our vendor interview series is my friend Dwayne Leslie. Dwayne is the president of the Global Auction Guide Media Group based in Manitoba, Canada. Good evening, Dwayne, and thank you for joining me.
1: Hi, Aaron. Thanks for having me on.
0: What is Global Auction Guide?
1: Global Auction Guide is... uh... Uh, basically a a network of websites. Uh, We started back in 2001 with a site called farmauctionguide.com As a a farmer myself, I couldn't find the auction sales in a nice aggregate format where I could search for an individual item across many different auctioneers. Uh, So we thought, well, if uh, we couldn't find what we were looking for, that there's probably others out there looking for the same things. uh, we had a little bit of background in doing some other web projects, and we thought, well, we'll, we'll build it and and see who comes. And uh, seven years later, it's uh, it's certainly been a lot of fun. What
0: what kind of what kind of growth did you see over those seven years, as far as both um, both the 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 traffic of your your visitors and your your web stats as well as uh what kind of growth did you see in your own in your own company how many people uh, did you start with and and what has your your staff grown to be today
1: well we jokingly uh refer to our company as as a hobby that got out of hand in a very good (laughs) way um We currently have actually five employees, um, so it it works out very well. I actually still farm as well, so it uh, allows me uh, to continue farming in the summer and, of course, having people on staff now to look after these things. Um, But it's a long, cold winter up here uh, just outside of Winnipeg, Manitoba, and... uh, we jokingly uh say we get ten months of uh winter and two months of poor sledding, but <laughs> it's not quite that bad, I think most times but uh no we've uh we've come a long ways um uh, We originally had the agriculture site um and within a year, based on the feedback and the growth of that uh the auctioneers were asking us to have sites for them as for their other uh industries, you know, whether they're having an antique sale or a real estate sale or industrial sale, whatever the case may be. So we developed uh, niche sites for each of these different types of sales as well. Uh, and then, of course, we rebranded ourselves as a global auction guide media group. And it has just uh, kept growing and growing and growing uh, every year. Uh, just 2008, for example, we had 70% growth over the year before. So oh, it... Nice. it it's phenomenal and uh uh the more we learn about the internet and the more we can uh uh harness uh, the power of the internet to help the auctioneers it uh it just keeps growing and growing
0: so you mentioned why you you started to have additional domains i know you have started with farm auction guide certainly global auction guide dot com is the one I use whenever i'm I'm going to see you know what's what's in the area. Uh, But I know that you have many, many other sites, other smaller niche, as you called it, domains. Um, Are you seeing a benefit to that strategy as opposed to, and I certainly think that there is maybe maybe not the, the correct argument, but certainly a legitimate argument to be made that, uh, maybe one site is better, that you can focus all of your work to brand one site as opposed to the many different sites. Why have you chosen the, the multiple domains and what are some of the other domains that you have and and, and what are you looking to add?
1: Well, probably a, a good example of some of the other domains we have would be uh, the one that covers uh, your state, uh, kansasauctionguide.com. And, and, and the big part of that is when somebody finds the site, when a, when a bidder is looking for an item and, and they're from Kansas, they find the Kansas site, they bookmark the Kansas site, and they keep coming back because that's their local access point for the national network. Um, of course, they can find all of the sales across the, the continent on the Kansas site, but it's just in their mindset that, you know, this is for Kansas and I'm going to keep coming back here. Uh, the other important part is for SEO reasons or search engine optimization reasons where if someone is on Google and searches for Kansas auctions, um, it's a pretty good chance that Kansas auction guide comes up certainly in the, in the top two or three. And most of the time, we, our sites are ranked at number one for what we target. Uh, and, and that is a, is a huge thing for us. Uh, uh, we probably, uh, we average around 100,000 referrals just from Google every month. So the, the work that we do to get these, the auctioneer sale bills and get our websites to the top of the search engines is, uh, is, is incredibly important to driving traffic to these sales. Uh, especially the sales who have online bidding and live webcasting and these type of things where you need to get that national exposure. And uh, uh, a good SEO is is so important, and the domaining is, is a big part of that as well.
0: You have partnerships with many other companies and organizations. What are some of the more exciting alliances that you've had the opportunity to establish? and what are some that you're currently working on now?
1: Um, well, partnerships and and syndication of our auction sales has been, uh, a huge part of what we've done basically from our very original business plan that we had back in 2001. We knew that this was it was important then and it's just gotten more and more important uh, as the years have gone by. Um, in the agriculture segment, we have newspapers like uh, Grass and Grain out of Manhattan, Kansas. Um, when you go to their website and look at their auction sales, it's actually driven by our database so that all the sales on our system show up on that newspaper site with their template and their look and they're able to promote in their newspaper, come to our website at grassandgrain.com to see uh a thousand upcoming auctions from across the continent. And we have other many other partnerships like that. Uh um, Brownfield Radio Network is a is a huge uh agriculture radio uh syndication program across the Midwest, and when you go to their website, it's the same idea. It's driven by us. so um, And we work with uh, many other newspapers and radio networks and other portal and niche websites, um, and even our competitors, uh, basically, to, to get their auctioneer sale bills to be seen and heard as far and wide as possible. And probably one of the, the neatest things that's come along in the industry in, in many years has been uh, the central auction hub, which actually was originally uh, uh, sorted out, I guess, and and, uh, and launched by ourselves and AuctionZip.com, basically to to make a central auctioneer or auction sale database, so that uh, if an auctioneer wants to push his sale to a hundred different websites, um, just with a couple of clicks of a button, away it goes. And he doesn't have to do all that work and, and re-enter it. And uh, it's just the way the internet really, really uh, shines is being able to transfer that information as far and wide as possible.
0: What is your what is your pricing <coughs> structure at Global Auction Guide?
1: We have a very simple pricing structure. Uh, we charge three hundred and sixty dollars per year for unlimited listings. Unlimited text, unlimited photos it's just one flat annual fee, so whether you do one sale a month or two hundred sales a year, you know it, it's very economical and and it's compared to the cost of one print ad in a newspaper, uh, we feel that we're very competitive and well within the price range of uh, of the small uh, auctioneers as well
0: there are. as as you mentioned earlier, other auction calendars, some of which are free. What added value do I get as an auctioneer from using Global Auction Guide as opposed to one of those other uh, competing calendars?
1: Well, I I don't really see it as being a competing calendar. Uh, I just look at it as it's another calendar. And just like you can't put all of your advertising into one newspaper, or one sale bill or whatever the case may be, uh, you need to be basically on as many different websites as you can get. And many of the free websites out there are actually tied in with the Central Auction Hub so that you can just come on to, to Global for example and push your sales out to all these free calendars and, and get as much exposure as possible. And uh, Using uh, the Global system that just gets you that many more people again seeing your sale and because uh, uh, we do things and, and we spend a lot of time doing SEO and uh, a lot of time marketing your sale bills out to as many different syndication partners, uh, we feel that it's it's the marketing side of things is really what you're, you're paying for with us and that approximately a dollar a day for what we do, we feel it's a, a huge value for the auctioneers.
0: You mentioned it before, but I I just kind of want to reiterate it as as part of the discussion. When when I list my auctions on Kansas Auction Guide, that goes into the database. And so all of the content for my listing gets then uh, listed and can be found on Nebraska Auction Guide and Missouri Auction Guide and Farm Auction Guide and all of those other sites within your network. And, yep. and as, as an auctioneer, I need to, when I'm looking at my website analytics and looking to see what value have I received from Global Auction Guide, I need to be uh, cognizant that it's not just the traffic from globalauctionguide.com. It's the traffic from Kansas Auction Guide and Missouri Auction Guide and Nebraska Auction Guide, all of those in the aggregate that is truly the number of referrals that I'm getting from the, the whole media group uh, when I'm looking at that at that dollar a day cost and and I we we've been certainly using Global Auction Guide for for several years now and uh, and I've certainly you know always kept an eye on 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 the fairly substantial number of of referrals and traffic that we've certainly gotten from the network and I think it's 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 really great that you continue to add partners and add outlets for syndication of those auction listings.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times, it's not necessarily the referrals that you see come back to your own website um, because on our system, the entire sale bill is there, all of the text, all of the photos. Uh, in many cases, a lot of people won't even click through or, or go back to the original auctioneer's website unless they want to, to learn more information about that particular auctioneer. Uh, I can give you an example. Uh, the Our top sale of all time uh, was a farm auction in Minnesota and it had just over 30,000 page views on our system. So it, it the, there's so much of the traffic that doesn't even come back to the original auctioneer's website, but yet the, it's the eyeballs that, that see that sale and then hopefully they're, they find something there that makes them want to come uh, to the sale site or do proxy bidding or phone bidding or whatever the case may be.
0: That's really a great point. and uh, in my, uh, my experience as you know instructing at the auction technology specialist course, that's something that we, we definitely touch on whenever you are advertising. Uh, if, and it's for any industry, there's always a goal. There's always a conversion that you want a call to action for the, the person, whether it's a listener, whether it's a viewer, uh, whether it's a reader, of that advertisement, there's always a call to action. And uh, there are certainly auctioneers who that call to action is to get that person to the auctioneer website. And there are certainly auctioneers where they don't care about really the, the viewing of auction content on, on their website. They just want, you know, uh, buyers in seats at the auction would yep. you would you guess that that's probably the the majority of the goals of the people who post on on Global Auction Guide is to get get physical bodies to auctions?
1: A- absolutely, uh, they want to make that uh, that phone ring with questions or uh, get as much action in advance and then get as many seats uh, filled at their at their auction house or at the sales site, whatever the case may be. They uh, we have auctioneers actually who the uh, morning of the sale or the night before the sale will actually go onto our system and print off their stats for that particular sale so that when they're finalizing all their paperwork with the, the client the next day after the sale, they're able to hand them this piece of paper and, and show them the web stats, how many thousands or tens of thousands of visitors seen their sale bill on the website and um the, the the first time I actually had an auctioneer tell me that I just it just kind of blew my mind you know I, I I hadn't really thought of the auctioneers doing it this way and and promoting what they're doing to their clients um many of them actually use this information in their presentations uh when they're trying to uh uh get the client to sign on with them to have their auction to be able to say here's 50 or 60 or the 100 websites that carry this sale bill. If you are, if uh, you ad- if you give me this sale, and uh, it, it's been a, a huge uh, advantage for some auctioneers, and they've outrightly told me that they have got sales because they advertised with us, and uh, it just makes me so proud for uh, what my uh, my staff does and uh, what our company has accomplished since 2001 to be able to to see the results of all this.
0: Well, that that brings up a a couple of questions that i have uh, because you allow the posting of what is essentially an unlimited amount of of media so long as the auctioneer can host pictures and and that kind of content on his own server i also know that you allow an auctioneer to upload images and you host a certain number of images kind of talk about if you would the the types of content that are allowed and if you've seen a shift Away from maybe plain text listing of you know title time date and a paragraph of you know maybe a comma separated list of items, uh, what are some of the other ways that auctioneers might be, uh, might be listing listing the auctions?
1: Well, we, we've certainly seen that the most successful uh, auctioneers have, have gone to the model of basically naming and, and putting every little bit of keyword into those uh, sale bills as they can. Uh, because they just never know what it is someone is looking for. And, and probably a, a great example I know of, this is a, a sale quite a few years ago in Saskatchewan, and this fellow had a Minneapolis Moline lawnmower, which Minneapolis Moline is not a Canadian brand, it was only sold in the U.S., so the auctioneer expected this to be just a uh, you know piece of scrap iron. Well, because of the website, and so much huge U.S. exposure, uh, there was actually two people came to this sale in Saskatchewan from the U.S., and the winner ended up buying this lawnmower for, I believe it was $2,700. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, he might, a lot, in the old days, you might not have even really detailed that piece of equipment very much, because you didn't think it was worth your time or effort, and certainly not worth the cost of putting it in a print ad. Uh, But nowadays with uh, uh, keywords and the amount of text being so overwhelmingly the the most important thing to put in there, and and of course nowadays with uh, being able to embed videos and uh, and of course PDFs being added as well if they so choose, and and all these other things, other ways of getting that information out there, uh, it, it just attracts more and more and more people every day to
0: their sales. So what kind of content can I upload? and how much of it can I upload straight to your to your servers, to your site that you will host for me in the auction sale bill listings?
1: Well, we had a... Uh, basically, the only limitation is how much time you want to spend uploading photos. Um, we've never had a limit on, on anything at this point. Um, in storage space on servers has become so cheap in the last three, four years that... Um, we basically the, the easiest way to do it is just make it unlimited for for everything. Uh, if someone wants to upload 400 photos for sale, um, by all means, uh, upload it as uh, as much as you want. Uh, when it comes to the video portion of it, uh, we're more than happy to host anything if uh, an auctioneer produces something. But we certainly encourage them to put it on YouTube and have it exposed to those hundred million. People a day or however many it is who are searching on YouTube for videos. Um, and th- there's no reason why they should, that shouldn't be the first place that uh, any video is put. And then it can be embedded automatically into their sale bills uh, on our site. Um, in fact, today I just uh, came across one on YouTube for a company in Nebraska called Stock Auction Company. And they had basically, it was an, almost a 10 minute commercial. For their company uh, up on YouTube, and it was very well done, and I'm I'm sure they must get some exposure and, and perhaps even some sales from uh, from this piece of uh, media that they produced. Uh, so it's it's just a, a great new uh, medium for getting the message out there.
0: So one of the big positions that I've been advocating at Auctioneer Tech is that on an auctioneer's website, by far and away, the very most important component is the upcoming auction calendar. That is what what you specialize in. And, you know, once an auctioneer has that, then the only other uh, really super important requirements for an auctioneer website is, is some institutional information. You know, what what kind of auction company are we and what kind of auctions do we do? A couple of static pages, if you will, um, to, to provide a, a basic auction website. Um, mm-hmm. Do you host Complete websites for auctioneers using your your calendar system, um, and and if so, what kind of additional pages and content can an auctioneer host with you?
1: We have done complete uh, website design from from uh, start to finish for auctioneers who who are looking for uh, a new website or their first website and things like that. Um, we, uh, we don't really promote it a whole lot, uh, mainly because we're so busy doing what we are very, very good at. Uh, but we have, uh, auctioneer websites that we have done and we still have in development and things like that. Uh, although we do find that many auctioneers, uh, have their, their local person or their local guy that they deal with or their company in their hometown and they kind of they really want to keep that local and keep that uh, uh that money in their own communities helping out other businesses um and so many of them will will do that but when it comes to the supplemental marketing uh which is a term I like to use uh they they know they need to advertise with websites like ours to get uh, as much exposure as uh, possible outside of their local area um, so we we haven't promoted it uh, a, a, a great amount, uh, but we certainly do websites and, and and whatever it is that an auctioneer needs, we can certainly do that
0: for them. Speaking of website design, when are we going to see the uh, see an update or a visual refresh of the the Global Auction Guide network of sites?
1: Well, um, we've been working on things for the last few months, and uh, it, it looks really good. And uh, because apparently they say that at least uh, every eight years or so you should update your website, and uh, uh, we've been very hesitant to make major changes, uh, only because what we've done so far has been so successful. And when it comes to SEO and and getting such. Superb rankings on Google and things like that, we just were very careful not to screw anything up to be honest with you mm-hmm. but it uh, it will be coming uh uh in the next couple of months right after the uh uh April uh selling season is over that's uh, traditionally our our busiest month of the year, and we won't be making any major changes when uh, uh that's going on
0: so you talk about your your busy your busy season. you're obviously tracking the number of auctions that you have during different time times of the year. Um, you You mentioned you're you're still seeing a very large increase in website traffic. What are you seeing especially with the economy and the number of auctions that are being posted to the calendar uh, year over year or month over month?
1: Well, um, for those who are not familiar with the uh, Western Canadian auction marketplace, um, April is the biggest month. Uh, there's many companies who probably do upwards of three quarters of their annual business just during the month of April. Uh, just that period of time between the snow melting and seeding starting. Um, so that, that has traditionally always been our busiest, busiest month. And, uh, the, the auctioneers actually will sign up those sales in September, October, November. They'll take all the pictures and, and have everything all sorted out, but they, and, and they'll start advertising at that point. But the sale doesn't happen until, uh, April. So it, it, it allows them to get such huge, uh, traffic numbers and, uh, people are already browsing these April sales already in September and October. Uh, it's just amazing the traffic they get in that short period of time early on when there may only be a few spring sales already posted. Um, but what we've seen, uh, from the convention season that we just wrapped up is m- most auctioneers are telling us that they're having less sales this spring or this summer. Um, it's, there are many different reasons, uh, many of them feel why these numbers are down. Um, but in some areas, uh, auctioneers are not going to do their, uh, their own spring catalog that many of them do. Um, For example, in Saskatchewan right now, we have, I believe, around 150 upcoming auctions listed, Uh, and in past years, at comparing apples to apples, we've probably had 200 or more uh, some years. So it's uh, certainly uh, showing that uh, the the sales, uh, the number of sales, are going to be down this year.
0: You mentioned the convention season that you just wrapped up I know you go to many different conventions in fact you recently gave a presentation at the Kansas auctioneer Association here in January and it was certainly good to good to see and catch up um, how many conventions do you attend each year and how often do you have the opportunity to give presentations
1: uh, this uh, is probably been our busiest uh, convention season uh from mid January to mid February, uh, between myself and our sales manager, Nicole Smallwood, uh we've done we did twelve trade shows in seven weeks. And that right. ranged from Oklahoma City to Edmonton, uh from Denver, Colorado to London, Ontario. And for the most part we did anywhere from half hour to two hour uh internet marketing seminars at these conventions and uh it was uh it was a great season and uh, over the rest of the year, we will probably do four or five or six more conventions, um, a few in the summer and uh November in different times in different areas. but uh, we found it's been a very valuable uh, use of our uh, uh, promotion budget uh doing these conventions and uh, uh, getting our name out in front of these auctioneers and and explaining what we do and how we do it and uh, and all the other things that they should be doing with their own websites. Uh, uh, actually, the title of our seminar is called Internet Marketing, uh, More Than Just a Website, uh, because there's so much they need to be doing online to get the best bang for their uh, advertising dollars.
0: Are we going to see you in Kansas for the NAA convention?
1: I hope so. Uh, we have a bit of a scheduling conflict that weekend, and depending on how we can get things to balance out, uh, just uh, with uh, some of the few things that we have to do in our personal life as well, and it just happens to be on that same weekend. So, But uh, I certainly hope to get to Kansas City, seeing it as relatively close for us as well. So,
0: right. Many auctioneers are struggling with the question of how to use some of the newer types of media. The global auction blog started as far as I can tell in 2005 uh, tell me a little bit about it and how has how has it helped your business
1: well it, it's been uh, a very interesting little little project um, it, it's a very easy and convenient way to get information out um, as you're blogging as well you know uh, how important it is to, uh, to get that information out and uh, it's allowed uh, the auctioneers to uh, be able to give us stuff that we can help spread far and wide as possible. And uh, and maybe I shouldn't say this because somebody might scoop me on this, but uh, on our new site, actually, each of our auctioneers gets his own blog right on our site. And that will be part of their homepage and all these type of things. Um, So just to to make a a simple system for them to be able to, to start blogging and do these type of things. Um, but then going back to something that we talked about earlier that's so important uh, for SEO reasons being able to have all of these huge amount of articles and all this content on our site uh helps bring in more search engine traffic every day and uh, to be able to to do link baiting and things like that for for the uh for the website uh helps very very much
0: What are some some upcoming new features or improvements to Global Auction Guide that we might see in the upcoming months? I know that you are working on a new classified system and a new real estate system, and so talk a little bit about each of those, if you would, and and anything else that we may see coming soon.
1: Yeah, we uh, actually launched a new classifieds platform kind of quietly about six weeks ago. Um, And basically, we've had so many auctioneers who do a lot of uh consignments or private treaty items or uh, basically non auction items uh and they wanted to be able to get that out to the to the same users of our websites. uh so we've uh, developed a, a classifieds platform and uh um, we just this week uh embedded it into our auction site so for example if someone is searching our auctions for a John Deere 4020 now they will get a list, of course, of huge amount of auctions that have a 40-20 in them. They'll also get, this comes up beside the sale bill results, is all of the matching classified ads that also have 40-20 in them. So basically we've seen that uh, when farmers, in this example, are, are looking for a tractor, they if they're looking for it at an auction, they know they have to come to Farm Auction Guide but then if they were looking at it for from dealers or from private individuals, they had to go elsewhere on the internet. Uh, so we wanted to be able to have a system where they're able to find that, uh, piece of equipment, uh, no matter where it is, or, or in what manner that they would have to go purchase it. Um, so it's something that we've just brought out, uh, as I said about six weeks ago and, uh, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a huge success yet, but uh, we've certainly had a lot of people happy so far. So, um, And then with the new site design, we will be having a real estate uh, platform as well. Because um, as you know, uh, especially in the Midwest, many auctioneers uh, in a small town are also the real estate agent. And they want to be able to basically get their their MLS listings out in front of all these same people who are looking at their real estate auctions. And uh we wanted to be able to provide that service to them as well. And um we've actually looking at a couple different partners uh on the real estate side of things because uh I'm not necessarily the the one that has to reinvent the wheel every time. Uh if I can see somebody else who's doing a very good job of uh, uh their business model um, a lot of times it works out better to partner with them rather than uh, starting from scratch. So we're uh, just finalizing a few uh, fi- uh, final arrangements, I guess, and then we'll be able to talk a little bit more about what we're doing on the real estate side of things.
0: One of the problems that not only we have seen, but I know from talking to many other auctioneers across the country, is a sense of frustration when listing real estate on the traditional MLS systems, which require um you know a, a a price or 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 many of them won't won't just flat out won't allow auctions to be listed um do you have the plans to uh, solve those problems where somebody can look for real estate of all kinds either traditional or at auction and have it have it integrated together or will this be only for traditional traditional listings
1: no it will certainly be a, a hybrid of both um I know the from the MLS side of things they kinda I don't know I don't know the proper terminology for it, but they're not uh that happy with auctioneers doing real estate. And uh whereas from the aspect we come from, um we have no hang ups about that. Um a piece of property for sale, um, whether it's an auctioneer selling it by auction or that same person who's a real estate agent who wants to sell it uh, by traditional methods, we'll certainly do our best to give both sides as much exposure as possible.
0: We're about out of time, Dwayne. But before we go, tell us a little bit about about your farm and what you do in your in your off season and how much of an off season you get.
1: Well, I, I guess my other hobby is uh, I, I farm about twenty five hundred acres of uh, cereal crops, special crops. Um, in the uh, Portage la Prairie area of Manitoba just west of Winnipeg uh, I uh, farm with my father and uh, uh, we also have a hired man as well so it, it works out very well um and uh, we actually had one of our best years we've ever had in uh, in 2007 and then 2008 again so um some days i wonder which is my hobby and and which is my real job but uh I know when uh, April comes around, I'll be looking forward to making some dust and uh, getting out of the office again.
0: Well, I certainly know the feeling. (laughs) Well, that's it for Episode 16. My guest tonight was Dwayne Leslie from Global Auction Guide Media Group which you can visit at www.globalauctionguide.com. Thank you very much, Dwayne, for joining me this evening. Thank
1: you, Aaron. Have yourself a great evening. You
0: too. You've been listening to the Auction Podcast from Auctioneer Tech. If you have suggestions, questions, or comments, or are interested in being a guest, please let me know by going to www.auctioneertech.com feedback and leaving a message. You can also post public comments about this or any other episode, as well as find show transcripts on the auction podcast page of auctioneertech.com. Thank you for listening. Now go sell something.